Cafe on RX Radio. I am Crystal and I'm always looking forward to hearing from my guests and every now and then there are things I see and I'm like, ooh, there's an opportunity to learn something new. Now, my guest today is a seasoned filmmaker with uh, experience as an audience producer, a scriptwriter, a video editor, cinematographer and creative producer. Now, she started her professional career in 2014 at Wizards Media, but since 2019, she has been working freelance uh, and has managed to give her voice to a number of causes. I have so many questions. <laughs> I have Esther K. Sammy joining me today. Hello. Hello, Crystal. Welcome to the Group Cafe. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. It's nice to have you. How yeah. are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm pumped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> how, how is freelance work? Wow, it is wonderful. <laughs> it needs a lot of discipline, a lot uh-huh. of commitment because now I have a home office. I don't, I reject So you work it. from home? Yeah, before COVID made home office is a thing. Me, I was living in the thing called home office. That was your life already. Yeah, that was my life. I was reading an article the mm. other day talking about how people who are working remotely mm. are making way more money than yeah. people in office settings yeah, now. For sure. I can give you an example. Like when I used to work like for one employer, mm-hmm. uh, like I get a video team from out, mm-hmm. uh, that project would be like about 40 million, 30 million, even 100 million. Mm-hmm. But because they're paying me, I'm doing the work of a producer. A producer gets like 300,000, 500,000 per day on Ooh, the project they're doing. But okay. because they're paying me salary, mm-hmm. they don't get to foot that cost. Right. So now, and then these other guys, the film guys who come from out and I'm working them, coordinating them, directing them, doing all these things. Um, they also get to save on that cause. So now when I'm out, I get to now have my own full projects. I work on my own terms. I can mm-hmm. rest. Mm-hmm. I have a peace of mind and yeah, it's way better. And it's a better deal than just sometimes, you know, people just sit in office when there's like nothing to do and there's that whole lag. Why don't I do other stuff that can devolve me when I don't have, you know, a project mm-hmm. that I'm chasing? So, yes. Yeah, it's a win-win, I think. It's a win-win. <laughs> I like what you said that, you know, you can earn per day yeah. a day rate, which yeah. is really Way good higher. but I think what people mm. are scared of is like what if I'm not busy uh-huh. mm-hmm. which is where the discipline comes yes, in when yes. you're busy you must plan and yes. save you have, and to, you have to harness your craft you have to be really good mm-hmm. for example if you were to give me a topic now I could write for your script just like that just like that but not many people have that skill and the script would be like about 3 million and above just mm-hmm. for me giving you that Ooh. and not very many people can actually do that so mm-hmm. but it has come from lots and lots of time of you know getting wonderful feedback from editors that say, you know, (laughs) (laughs) what is this? And, you know, all that. And you still have to hold on and say, okay, let me go back. Let me change this. Let me learn. Let Mm -hmm. me grow. And yeah, it has come from times of trying and and finally getting Mm -hmm. it right. But like you said, working on your craft, developing yourself to to the point that now you can say, okay, let me just go. Yeah, it's literally like programmed in me, the creativity, the what I can know, this, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, when I was talking about, you know, your profile, one Mm. of the things that jumped out at me was mm. audience yes, producer. producer. <laughs> I'm like, 
like, wait a minute, audience producer, yeah. what does that involve? Wow. Um, so I got to start that out uh, when I was an internet wizard's media. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they conspired because no one wanted audience producer. <laughs> it is a hectic, hectic job. So okay. the audience producer is responsible for making sure the room is filled, the studio is filled. So we used to do a lot of talk shows. Uh-huh. So they put it now on me to make sure that by the time we're recording, all the seats are filled with a variety of people that are wanted. Oh my, that's all hard. It's really hard. They reached a point where I had maximized all of my contacts, all of my relatives. <laughs> I even would walk out into the building and just grab people. I'm like, On the Please, street? Yeah, come and sit just for like two <laughs> seconds. I remember there was a guy, I think, selling tea one time in one of the audiences. <laughs> but we just told him, push your things down and just sit because we don't want empty spaces. Otherwise, they're going to chew my head. So, yeah. Oh, wow, that is a stressful <laughs> it, job. It's really stressful. Because I can imagine, like, yeah. for some shows, you might mm-hmm. even have to, like, get the facilitation, the transport, uh-huh. maybe take a bus. Yeah, or... you'd have to pay them to really uh-huh. get them. And then now they would want now me to get them organically. I don't have like a budget. You get organic people oh, to come. Because people are like, oh, yeah. you want my time. Uh-huh. Okay, maybe. how much? Yeah, so mm-hmm. that was. So I had to get people who are interested in the topic and what. And this I is when you just started I working. I just started. So I actually thank Wizards Media because they really threw me in the deep end on mm-hmm. very many things. Baptism by fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I got to, to learn a lot and become hard so fast. Mm-hmm. I remember a time when I was on camera and I even wrote a story about it on Facebook and this editor mm-hmm. would scream all sorts of profanities <laughs> within the mic and at the time he was like, you know what? I'm off the mic. That's fake. I mean, I'm off uh, Esther's camera. We're not going to use that. It's dead. So I was there. I just you know because you could tell when like your light is on that they're on you or not on you Mm -hmm. so i was there okay let me just be here let me move try some shots let me learn maybe and then somehow i got a good shot and then i was like okay esther hold it i had to do the the comms Mm -hmm. hold it there i'm coming to you and then he came back on me and uh, we continued and i was like okay but you have to really be tough i I know i can feel like the tears at that point you're like (laughs) and that is so common in very many media houses broadcast Mm -hmm. houses you really have to be tough exactly Even agencies, I mean, hey, the pressure sometimes. They tell it to you straight up. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes I transfer my speed, I call it a speed mentality to normal people. And they're like, Esther. What is that? Like where you'd call a speed a speed. Like you just tell it that it is. So in media, if your work is not good, they will tell you straight Straight up. up, Like no missing words, words. So (laughs) my personality sometimes seems to people who are not used to our military kind of training. Uh And they get taken aback. Like, why did you just say that? You could have said it like, but this is it. Like, it's not good. It's not good. (laughs) Well, that's your training also. Yeah, that's my training. So now I'm also kind of So you've developed a thick skin. So now I have to remember, okay, now let me go slowly this person is not used. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that was 2014. Yeah, that was 2014. Aha. Uh-huh. Getting into filmmaking. Yeah. Is that something that you studied or you just found yourself? Oh, I there? studied. I went to mass communication uh, UCU. I was mm-hmm. not going to take it as a course. Why? I actually wanted to be a lawyer. I was like, I'm going to defend the rights of the people. And then reaching <laughs> admission, I was like, will I handle this corruption of Uganda? I was like, no. <laughs> Let me just change and go to Mascom. I'll defend the people from this other side. Because I cannot handle the bribery, the lying, the what I would run crazy. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, let me just go to Mascom. Mm-hmm. But somehow, if you look at my upbringing and what, I'd always been a storyteller. I would mm-hmm. dodge classes because I am either reading a book or watching a movie 
or writing, scribbling in class, and I'm doing like small comics. So when I look back, I'm like, oh, by the way, actually, yes, law is you know something I'd wanted, but actually, Moscow has always been mm-hmm. in me, and uh, it worked out really fine. So things fell into place. Yeah, <laughs> after, but after you had after a conversation with I yourself, I was like, but let me see the future. <laughs> let me evaluate. Will I be able to finish? It's so law? funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it's like mm, the situation <laughs> in Uganda. No, yeah. Do I want to be the person? I was like, no. I want to live long. <laughs> I don't want a short life. <laughs> so where did you grow yeah. up? I grew up here in Central. Mm-hmm. I studied at Kaboja Junior. Mm-hmm. Then after that, I went to uh, what's this school called? Taiba. Okay. S1. And then I went into Cambridge, Kaboja. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I finished again in Vienna. Okay. And then UCU. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Taiba, then you said uh, then Vienna. Then back to Kaboja Secondary. Okay. Uh-huh. Now Kaboja International. Mm-hmm. And then Vienna. Okay. Um, And you said you're originally from Kasese? Yes. Is it? Yes. That's home That's home. That's central home, yes. Do you visit? Do you go back? Oh, I visit incidentally when I'm working, which is weird. <laughs> like when I have projects in the area or uh-huh. whatever, somehow I end up there. And home, home is a bit deeper in the mountains. So sometimes I stop just in the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would say I am more centralized than I am. <laughs> I am from Kazese, but I've actually had a good uh uh, travel around the whole country because of the work that I do mm-hmm. so I feel I'm connected with the Ugandan people as a whole as opposed to my tribe alone okay yeah. okay well you've had a lot of time like you said to travel yes, and experience and people. meet so many people so many <laughs> the nature of your work I can't even imagine how many people wow. you meet wow so many the last project that I did uh, was in Karamoja documentary film mm-hmm. uh, for a great organization called Anadi they're trying to fight for the rights of land environment and all these things mm-hmm. and you know we had always had these things of you know Karamoja people work naked Karamoja young people are this or that mm-hmm. but now when you get to really walk with them live with them discuss with them I was really you know taken aback I was like wow these are really great people okay. and I really wish more people knew the real Karamojong people mm-hmm. they are not just you know let's say slow in thinking or what mm-hmm. or there's really more richness that should be explored and there are actually some things we could learn from them as much as they have things that they could you know learn get, from us yeah mm-hmm. but there's a lot that people just disregard because they don't know they've never been there you know that's the beauty of storytelling yeah. <laughs> and that's the beauty of what you do that's what we need yeah, from you, you more of these documentaries perspectives for people to actually you know grow mm-hmm. in their thinking grow in their mindset and that's where transformation starts and development. Yeah. Okay. Now, when you started your career, they threw you in the deep ah! end. For real, for real. Deep but end. you had to learn so many different yeah. aspects of filmmaking, yeah. right? Yeah. You've worked All on the a, different levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've worked on a number of shows yes. and documentaries. Yes. What for you is one of the ones that really stands out as a learning curve for you? Um, learning curve in terms of like, uh, like my professionally, career. professionally. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is uh, Hooked, uh, which uh, was the award-winning documentary I had Mm -hmm. actually just studying out. That's 2014. Mm. And um, I remember it was a project that nobody still wanted in the team because I was part of the TV team because it was such a... Uh, you know, kind of taboo topic at the time, addiction, drugs, mm-hmm, and all that. Mm-hmm. And people were like, where am I going to get someone to speak on this? So I remember even, it was just even here, Semawata Road, my first story, Joe's story, uh, we were on a border trying to chase the interview. What? And we actually fell in a ditch, but we were late for the interview, so we had to just get up in the border and run. 
to meet the interview. <laughs> we didn't even think of the danger we had just been in. We just had to run and we had these big bags of cameras and what I was with one other colleague. Media is so beautiful. <laughs> mm, for all of you who want to join us. Scenes, eh, is yes. really another movie on its own. Yeah. Yeah. But we got the interview and it ended up being um you know the best that year and you know mm-hmm. able to get so much funding and it went on for three more seasons. We did a campaign and the campaign resulted in the expansion of the word female word at Futavika which yes, was, which up to now mm-hmm. it stands and that's really great. So for me it is learning to be persistent learning to do what nobody wants to do mm-hmm. to have just that kind of childlike mentality of you know what i'm going to try it i may not even look like i have the strength the word but you know i'm going to try to climb this mountain and who knows maybe i'll i'll reach the top so that kind of mentality for mm-hmm. me uh, has been what has marked my career even with other projects that i've done and Yeah, it stand out really great. Oh wow. I like yeah. that you said childlike mentality because yes. children are like let me just yeah, do this thing. They're not thinking it. about all yeah. the things that can I mean how it can fail, uh-huh. how it can go wrong. Yeah. They're like let me just try just this. Just try it and see you know how far it takes you. You mm-hmm. never know where you're going. And also I think getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I've shot even some shows in trees because I was the smallest apparently. <laughs> so they told me climb up <laughs> and hold the camera for like two hours. I remember it was either in a tree or because they wanted like an aerial shot so mm-hmm. the other cameramen men were on the ground and, and you me, the lady yes to climb so I had to really hold it but I always have this thing of like being daring so I was mm-hmm. like no I can do it I can do it so I had to you know hold and have this strength my arm can hold it and I had to hold it for the whole entire time But some of these cameras yeah. that's light and these were the big video cameras oh not the DSLR cameras it was a good cages on my arm <laughs> at that time but i was happy that i could contribute i could give a, you know an interesting angle from mm-hmm. the top to the discussion so i really didn't mind all the okay. hassle and bustle so yeah oh wow <laughs> now starting from hooked you said that documentary yes. and then so many of the other projects you've yes, worked on yes. i can see that your heart is yeah. with a lot of social causes exactly, as well exactly. and it might also explain yeah. why you wanted to be freelance because uh-huh. you can work on those projects that you're passionate exactly. about but that you can also make money exactly mm-hmm. yeah 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 mm-hmm. so you have the big you know the corporate jobs that come once in a while and then you have now the freedom to breathe and say okay what can i do for transformation mm-hmm. because unfortunately or sadly there's not much money given to actual development of projects in terms mm-hmm. of media film or what okay. so when you get the money the money is either for something that is completely irrelevant or they give you so short a time that you can't even do anything creatively great mm-hmm. or all these challenges but as media practitioners as filmmakers i believe we need to take that responsibility to re uh frame to rewire people's minds for mm-hmm. something that will actually benefit them than just doing who has the money letting who has the money drive whatever we exactly. do exactly and whatever yeah. agenda uh, whatever trending exactly. i don't know what it <laughs> yeah. is yeah. okay so where would you say like your heart lies i mean mm. definitely you love telling stories yes. um you've looked at how like telling stories can mm. you know actually impact society yes. so what have you been working on in the last few years Yes, yes, very Is that too much. Yeah, uh, actually, the last like, last six months. <laughs> yeah, you should actually say like this year what I do <laughs> Because I'm a sucker for lost causes and unfortunately I guess you know 
I try to be kind of superwoman at times, but I'm trying to streamline and, okay, and really this focus. Year, let me make it so, easier. Yeah, this year. <laughs> um, this year, I'm um, so much into mental health. I'm working on a project called uh, Sumaya. Okay. Uh, which basically came out of, now from Hooked, actually, it's related to Hooked. Uh, mm-hmm. So one of the therapists we worked with uh, came to me and was like, you know what, thank you guys for this. Now we have this beautiful facility that is standing up. Mm-hmm. But you know what, there's still a gap. Okay. Uh, when these ladies come, when they get back to the community, they always relapse because the community is not sensitized. They can't offer an environment that is healthy for these women to remain in recovery. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, Esther, what can I do? Because she's also another person who really has a heart for people. She mm-hmm. will even pay for some treatments and what. So she thought like, okay, maybe let me start an NGO. I was like, you know what, Jen, um, her name is called Jen, an NGO won't really help because already there's not enough demand in the community for your services. Mm-hmm. So what we need to do is start by changing the way people think and see mm-hmm. about mental health. So, mindset. Yeah, mm-hmm. mindset is where we need to start. So I told her, let's uh, different from Hooked, let's now go to now a film kind mm-hmm. of series. So I pitched to her this um, short YouTube series uh, that now we're actually going to fundraise for and forth. Uh, we did a short film about it, mm-hmm. whereby basically the aim is that um, as you're watching this film, you are able to be helped without knowing you're being helped. All right. <laughs> and we're able to let people know that mental health is not their problem. Mm-hmm. Even you who has never been to a hospital or whatever, just like brushing your teeth, you need to keep your mental health in check. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, so that's what I'm, I'm working on now as... Um, should I say a social kind of uh, project <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hoping really that uh, people will come on board because uh, you don't have to wait for a wound to come on your body mm-hmm. or an accident to happen for you to know that you should have taken care of your mind. True, yeah. true. That's something that's clearly close to your heart right yes, now. Yes. Um, but I love that we're having these conversations mm. about mental health. Yeah. I recently was interviewing someone who has a you know a history of addiction mm. and she was saying for her rehab was one of the worst things that ever happened to her Uh one of the worst times in her life this is her experience though and she was talking about how and I think for a lot of people who Mm. are taken away from the addiction exactly you're brought right back to your home right back to your community right back to the same friends or family where all these things are still in place. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes we are the worst. Exactly. Especially for things like alcohol. Exactly. We are the worst. It's like, hey, nice to see you. Where have you been? Let me buy Let's you a drink. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. So there's so much that we need to know to be able to support people yeah. who are also struggling. Mm, right? And, you, and even looking at our country, you know, they said um, an estimated one in four and then 14 million Ugandans have a problem. Even if we were to get all the money in the world and start building facilities now, we're mm-hmm. not going to come in time the people that really need the help so actually That's a very scary thought yeah <laughs> like literally we won't so for me i see that the better solution is dealing with the problem from where it starts and that's mm-hmm. the home yes because yes, there's no the men- family yeah mm-hmm. there's no mental challenge that starts from outside it starts from the community the family mm-hmm. so if we can close the tap you know right from the source and not let it run dry like mm-hmm. uh go now to where we are in a crisis then would be better poised for the future because if your mind is not working you can't contribute to development you Mm -hmm. can't grow your nation 
So it's not really <laughs> my problem, it is our problem. Okay, yeah. preach my sister. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, we all need to really get on board. But a lot yeah. of people don't look at the big picture. Exactly. They don't look at how it affects even, mm. sometimes it's even the children who are growing up around an addict and yeah, watching yeah, them. Because yeah. we have this whole, mm. you know, our cultural thing is you don't talk about exactly. issues and things. Exactly. So we're just like, ah, that one has a problem. Uh-huh. But even, you know, these young people are looking and mm. seeing and no one is really saying over effects of trauma mm -hmm. or distress poverty is actually a very big stress factor that people also go through thank you that contributes to mental health challenges and when you see africa as a continent we have so much unaddressed uh, mental health crises because of transgenerational traumas mm. that have never been attended to we have from right from slavery mm -hmm. we have wars we have civil wars we have poverty itself we have so many things that literally just never address yeah <laughs> and then you have people just continuing in the same dysfunction yes and then you have people and doing the same things or expecting different results uh-huh and then you have uh, so much being poured into okay let's give money to startups and all these things but the fact of the matter is you cannot sustain development if your mind is not right mm -hmm. so you're going to invest money the physical need and you're forgetting now the driver the command center which is the mind of the people mm. healing their mind and then developing a better mindset wow yeah Okay. <laughs> have you heard people? Huh? Have you heard? Have you heard? Yeah. But I think that's why we're starting mm. to see a lot more organizations also waking up yeah. to the fact that for people to be productive, yes. really be productive, yes. yeah. they have to, you know, have a good mental health state. For sure. Okay. Mm. All right. Mm. So clearly this has been a journey and now I get really it. Really long journey. Your heart is like, yeah. oh, I want to talk about this. <laughs> I can relate. Yeah. I'm so relate. I know we're almost out of time, mm. but I'd like to ask about your name before mm. we wrap up mm. because you're Esther mm. K. Sammy yes. and for most people you're like you, you got that Sammy is yeah, your last name yeah, yes, I'm sorry it. I'm going there <laughs> is there a story behind that yeah it's a story related to mental health actually <laughs> I was um, I was teased a lot for the pronunciation of my name. So my actual birth name is Esther Kabuo Vihamba. Okay. Uh, Vihamba means uh, a knife, like a sword. Oh, really? That's my grandfather gave me. And, and for me, the revelation I take from that, because he was a reverend, is that I'm the sword of, like the word of God is a sword. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now Vihamba, they would say all sorts of things. Then, of course, Kabuo, they would say Kabuyo, they would say all. Oh, man. And then Vihamba, they would say some other things that thank god i've forgotten i've healed <laughs> we have blocked yeah, we have blocked all those memories yeah but then now when he reached s1 i was not yet you know that confident having that mm -hmm. self-esteem so i wrote my own things mom kind of i think forgot and gave me the papers to fill so i put esther k sammy and it has gone on to now my official documents passport <laughs> national id one oh, so wow. i really can't change it at the moment so that's your official yeah name. so now i've taken dad's name uh sammy and mm -hmm. yeah that's what i'm going with all things so that was your dad's name yeah sammy. That, is, that is my dad's name oh yeah. okay well then yeah. it's still very still, yeah, very it's personal very intimate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> easier okay. to pronounce so <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. so um one of the things i've heard in the past mm -hmm. is that there are not that many women 
exactly. in film yes. or as filmmakers. Yes. Right. That's your experience, yes? Yes. Why? And People how can we change that? They see me holding a camera and they're like, what? Uh-huh. They're <laughs> yeah. expecting hey. some guy with big muscles. Yeah, huh? yeah. They don't get it that also women can do this. Um, I think, um, I don't know how to change it if I can say, but I think um, I had recently um, something on TikTok. My TikTok is very educative. There's something educative <laughs> that I had on TikTok uh, uh-huh. where this therapist was saying um, just the way we are designed is uh, the jobs we do is based on like male-female jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have women who are more interested in people, having more people jobs like nursing mm-hmm. and what, and men more interested in things, having more things related job like engineering and mm-hmm. stuff. So my character as an individual, I'm a bit of a tomboy. I'm a bit, you know, go get a their angel mm-hmm. and stuff. So I'm more tough. Did you hear job. that by the way? She didn't say daredevil. <laughs> she was very clear to say their angel. angel okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm kind of made of tough stuff so I can handle this. Mm-hmm. So most ladies will get emotional and all this stuff. So even me, when I'm hiring my crew, sometimes I really don't want ladies. I want men. Because <laughs> I want people who will not spend I don't know how many minutes on emotions of why did you have to say this to me like this? Why? Mm-hmm. Come on, we are in the rush because you know when you're Yeah, so this is in, feedback. Get it yes, done. Let's move it, on. Let's move and work mm-hmm. yeah so i i think it's just a matter of you know there's that type of lady that can do this job and mm-hmm. there are not so many that's a fact All right. uh, but with it being made more popular or being more easier to do i think more ladies will definitely I think come we're into, saying definitely more yeah ladies. more ladies will come into the industry it's if not we, like a mm-hmm. taboo of you can't do this or what if mm-hmm. you do this you know there's something up with you it's just a normal job like the other job. Okay. I yeah. mean, if we look back 10 years, mm. I feel like we're definitely having a lot more women For sure. in the industry yes, now. Yes. And we have you. Yeah, yeah. I'm holding the flag high. I'm exactly. going to keep walking. <laughs> yeah. So you said your TikTok is very educated. Yeah, I make sure I like and press things that are very educative so that it will give me back. <laughs> I'm not giving back all the, the, the crazy things that they put on TikTok. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So you protect yourself yes, in that I way. I make sure that the algorithm knows what I like. I okay. like education. It's funny that you're saying that. Mm. Um, I was having a conversation with someone else and they're saying mm. that we have to be very deliberate exactly, about yeah. the things we spend time on when For it comes to sure. social media, sure. the things we click on because algorithm yeah. is like, hey, you yeah. like this? It he has push more. it back. Right? Like, yeah. uh-huh. So yes. you take the time to yes. curate. Yeah. Okay. So and what's your handle? My on uh, TikTok. TikTok, yes. Everything is Esther K. Sami. Esther K. Sami. On, on, uh, on TikTok, on Instagram, mm-hmm. on Facebook, on Twitter. On Twitter. On YouTube as well. Snapchat? Snapchat, no, no. <laughs> I have a limit to how many social media pages I can handle. I it was just me. I can't do Snapchat. I'm yeah, sorry. No. So I'm just on these ones. Let me go. Maybe later. I need to come, but now no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So quite a few things you've mm. said uh, mm. kind of, you know, speak to who you are and mm. where you've gotten. You've yes. talked about the fact that you're a bit of a dare angel. Yes. I love that. <laughs> um, yes. um, you don't take things too personally because you've yes. grown a thick skin yes. over time. You yeah. love to tell stories. Yes. You allow your work to even take you to the areas that you're passionate, yes. right? Yes. I think that's all fascinating. Mm. Um, for someone who's listening to you right now, they're mm. like, wow, I'd mm. like to do that. <laughs> Any advice as we wrap up? Um, I think like the the good Lord says, before you start a journey, you have to count the cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, this life is not for everyone. 
and okay. if you can't make the sacrifices that it takes the sleepless nights the going the extra mile mm-hmm. the focus and commitment even when people tell you you're foolish and what why are you chasing that story why are you doing this if you can't take the heat basically you can't get into the chicken chicken <laughs> Yeah, so, uh-huh. so I think really uh, count the costs, uh, mm. make sure that you can really walk the journey and then just start and go ahead mm-hmm. because it's going to take all of you, okay. not some of you, all of all you. Of you. You're going to need the full focus if you really want to make it big. Okay. Yeah. Have you heard? <laughs> Esther, thank you so much yeah. for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Jordan. Pleasure Great having you at the Group Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> Be blessed. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> Groove Cafe.